All right, so let's take a look to see what's happening in the markets today. And today is Friday, June 25th, and we have a lot going on, right, Mark? I mean, we have we do. President's Biden infrastructure package. We have the bank stress test. We have earnings from Nike, CarMax, BlackBerry. We have news from Virgin Galactic. We have the Russell 3000 index rebalancing. And this morning, the Fed's favorite indicator, the inflation indicator, has been released. <laughs> okay, so let's jump right in and look at the markets. I mean, yesterday, wow, new record highs again, huh? Yeah, S&P and NASDAQ both made new record highs up nicely and the Dow still trails a little bit. So uh, those blue chip stocks trailing, but yesterday led the way up 1% for the day. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this morning when we look at the pre-market, I mean, the Dow is still leading the way. I mean, lagging, but it's trying to catch up here because uh, this morning it's up uh, in the futures markets 0.4%, the S only 0.15% and uh, the Nasdaq 0.16%. Uh, so. All right. <laughs> so and with the Nasdaq making new all time highs, uh, Kathy Woods, what is it? ARC Innovation ETF had a good day yesterday uh, and now is positive for the year. So she has had a, a little bit rougher year. So there's a weekly yeah. chart here. Uh, but now after being up 1.5% yesterday, also up. So still a little bit trailing here, the indices. Yeah, yeah, T took some heat a couple of uh, weeks ago or more like a month or two ago, but uh, seems to be doing well. All right, so let's talk about uh, the uh, the infrastructure deal. Did you see this uh, that was announced yesterday? Yeah, yeah. it looks like uh, there was a bipartisan deal that uh, will cost about $1.2 trillion over eight years with $579 billion in new spending. So, yeah. And I mean, infrastructure, and this is where Caterpillar, Caterpillar says, oh, wait, wait, what? Infrastructure? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have heavy, heavy machinery here. So uh, yesterday, Caterpillar uh, up 2.6%, this morning being up another percent. So uh, they are definitely very excited about uh, all this infrastructure stuff. <laughs> so, bring out the heavy machinery. <laughs> bring it out, bring it out. Okay, uh, then we got to talk about banks. So yesterday, uh, the Fed announced the stress test results. So what's happening there? Yeah, and we talked a little bit about it yesterday uh, with the, the Fed monitoring the, the stress test there. Uh, there was a, a close eye on it just because if the banks did pass the stress test, then they could lift some of the pandemic era, um, you know, uh, curbs that they put on. And, and that's exactly what happened. So all uh, 23 banks, they passed the, the stress test. So they are now allowed to offer dividends and stock buybacks, two things that they weren't allowed to do during the pandemic. Right. And uh, just to put it in perspective, so this stress test, uh, what this is all about is it's testing how well would banks do in a severe recession. And, and this is the aftermath of 2008. Right. Yeah. So annually now it's because we know in 2008, several of the big banks failed and needed bailouts. And this is where the stress test was implemented. And right now there's 23 institutions in there. And uh, so they're testing, OK, if we would go into a severe recession, will the banks survive? And yes, they did. And as a result, yesterday, uh, Bank of America up 1.5 uh, percent this morning, up another 1 percent. Uh, let's take a look at Wells Fargo. Uh, so Wells Fargo 
also up 2.78% yesterday, this morning up another point, uh, 1.6%. Uh, City, City was up yesterday 2.5%, 2.4%, this morning up 0.8%. So, I mean, banks just ripping all across uh, because now, as you said, they can uh, yeah get rid of some of the restrictions that were put on them and uh, raise dividends, buy back more stock and do all the good stuff that banks want to do. <laughs> so. Yep, yep. Did you see SPCE? SP, my gosh, yes. So, I mean, who would have known? Uh, let's switch to a weekly chart just to put it a little bit in perspective. So SPC Virgin Galactic was soaring high at some point to $60. And again, this is a weekly chart. So we are looking at around February uh, 2021. And then from there, from $60, crashed all the way down to uh, what? Around $15, right? I think uh, $15, $16. And now staging a comeback this morning up 20%. So what's happening there, Mark? Yeah, the FAA granted Virgin Galactic approval to fly paying customers to space. So first time ever, big news. That's the thing. It's it. the first time ever that the FAA grants such approval. I, I, I was wondering uh, where in their handbook. Uh, so if somebody <laughs> applies, I mean, FAA is uh, the Federal Aviation Agency, right? So they, they're handling pretty much all, all planes. And recently uh, they also were forced to, um, well, deal with the drones, right? And uh, flight patterns. And now, okay, well, flying into space. It's not NASA, it's the FAA here. <laughs> Anyhow, super yeah, interesting. You yeah. know that there are some guys sitting at the FAA going, shoot, we have to work on that book We again. need to <laughs> rewrite the manual, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, and then we had some earnings today. Yeah, and I mean, this one was huge. Look at Nike. So the ticker NKE. I, I mean, Nike is just blown all of its, you know, last two months of trading out of the water is trading at record highs. Now, uh, they reported, uh, 93 cents earnings per share above a 51 cent estimate. They had a revenue beat. They exceeded 12 billion in revenue for the first time ever. They saw a 73% jump in direct sales through its app and websites. And it sounds like they expect this to continue. Yeah, so, and I mean, it's hard to see up here. This is where we'll open, where I have the arrow all yeah. the way up here. This is where we'll open. So is this, uh, let me just switch to a weekly chart. Is this a new all-time high for Nike? I'm pretty oh, I sure. am on a weekly chart. Holy cannoli. This is a daily yeah. chart. Okay, so here on a weekly chart, it sure looks like, yep, looks like a new all-time high for Nike. Yep. Wow. Yeah. They uh, blew it out of the water. <laughs> Yep. Okay. FedEx reported earnings too, but not the same result. Yeah, FDX is the ticker. Ah, yeah, that didn't look quite too good. Yeah, so FedEx, they beat their earnings estimate by two cents. Uh, the revenue was better, uh, but they say that operations are being hurt by not having enough workers and that they will need to increase uh, spending by 22% to offset delivery delays. And they say that this is something that could go into 2022. So basically revenue uh, in 2022 could be impacted by delays and, and labor shortages. Yeah, and I mean, this is the story right now because we talked about it yesterday. Yesterday, initial unemployment claims higher than expected. And yeah. then we have companies saying left and right, 
we need workers. We can't get workers. And I mean, this does not add up. This just doesn't add up that uh, unemployment here claims are ticking higher and every company is willing to hire. And I said, at a premium, they're willing to pay a premium yep. for this. So do you think it's still because of the uh, federal uh, benefits that you have for being unemployed? I think that's a huge driver. Um, but I think there's a, two things too. One, some people are afraid to go back to the workforce and some people like staying at home, right? You know, if you think you need a paycheck to survive and then all of a sudden you're not working for a year, you're like, yeah, this is pretty fun playing Xbox on my sofa. It, you know, maybe there's just not that drive yet, which is unfortunate, you know, because yeah. I, I think there's something to be said for hard work. But, you know, of course there's the, you know, the added, uh, uh, unemployment uh, bonus there that's definitely driving it, but it, it could be just psychologically a lot more than that. Yeah, we'll see. So this morning also, um, the Fed's favorite inflation indicator has been released. Yeah. And this is the core PCE price index. Let's talk about this, Mark. Yeah, so the index was up uh, 5% in May, which was slightly below the 0.6% estimate estimate, but it was the fastest increase since the early uh, 90s. And this me uh, measures the change in the price of goods and services purchased by consumers. Um, so it was a, a pretty big in increase, uh, all things considered, but slightly in line with what was expected, even though it was big. Yeah, I mean, uh, expected was uh, that it rises 0.6% uh, and it only did 0.5% month over month. And uh, this is kind of what the markets wanted to hear this morning, I, I just want to switch over uh, to a five minute chart on the S&P. Uh, so let's just switch back to these are the S&P futures and uh, they had a, a big jump higher on the news because we, we know that inflation is the one thing that everybody is uh, concerned about. The Fed keeps saying, especially Fed Chief Powell, it's transitory. And uh, we, thus far over the past few months, we just have seen the inflation numbers coming in higher and higher than expected. So therefore, this morning, when we finally see a number um, that is coming in, holy moly, there we go, <laughs> that is coming in a little bit lower than expected. And I mean, at this point, it didn't really matter that it came in a little bit lower. It just was important that it didn't came in higher. Than exactly. That was the important thing. And this is where it seems that the stock market is on its way of the best week since April. <laughs> Boy, what, what a difference a week makes, right? I mean, last yeah. week, the Dow had the worst week since last October in nine months. And it seems that this week, the indices have the best week since April. I mean, wow. Talk about Surprise. being bipolar. <laughs> Hey, CarMax was another company that reported earnings. Uh, ticker is KMX. Yep. And they reported better than expected earnings with a, a 138 increase in uh, Q1 revenue. So uh, really, I guess, helped out by more vehicles being bought and the, the demand in the car market. Well, the used car market and then also that used car prices are higher, right? I mean, yeah. that probably helps them out. So... Interesting. All right. Any other stocks on your radar this morning? Well, I hate to say it, but BlackBerry. <laughs> Blackberry. BB. Yeah, they, they reported a smaller than expected loss and better revenue down a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of the meme stocks and this is where almost fundamentals, do they really play a role here? Uh, or yeah. is it more like how often are you being mentioned on the Reddit forums, right? Exactly. And, uh, are you right now a target of the Reddit uh, crowd buying it or selling it and moving on to other stocks? Yeah, so this is where it's interesting. I mean, fundamentals, even technical analysis is out of the window with these stocks. And that's yeah. why, yeah, whatever. Okay, hey, we have one other huge big event today. Do you know what it is? Uh, well, uh, especially related to ride, and that's the uh, rebalancing of the Russell 3000. The rebalancing of the Russell 3000. So stocks are being added to the index and uh, then also stocks are being deleted from the index. So a few notable ones that are being added is, for example, DraftKings, right? And uh, we talked about this recently. And yes, ride is being added to the Russell. Now, this rebalancing happens only once a year, and this is why usually it is a big deal for stocks like DraftKings or Russell, because there are several hedge funds and ETFs that are mirroring the Russell. And in order to mirror it, this is where these hedge funds have to buy the shares of the stocks that are being added to the Russell. So usually in general, it means that once you're being added to an index, it's usually pretty good for a stock. Right, Mark, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that that rebalancing could take place once it's announced, you know, so it it doesn't necessarily mean there's uh, here's the day, here's the jump. But you're right. It would uh, typically be a bullish sign to be added to a major index. Russell 3000, you know, not as major as the Russell 1000 or the S&P, of course, but it's big news for those companies. And uh, we'll see if it has an impact on prices. Yeah, I mean, this morning thus far, uh, I mean, not much going on in right. Uh, so yesterday we were down 1.8%. Uh, this morning, up 0.8%. And when we say 1.8%, for this stock, this is nothing. I mean, this yeah. easily, easily moves 8 to 10% a day. I mean, no doubt about this. Hey, uh, I, I want to show you something since we are talking about right. Debbie got me a shirt, made a custom shirt for me. Let me show you. How do you like it? I'm loving it. So about our right trade, since we are stuck in this right trade here. Hey, uh, let's end on a good note. So here we go. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. Have a fantastic weekend. If you like this, give us a like on your way out. Okay. We'll see you on Monday. Happy trading, everybody. <laughs>